Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. Today's passage is Ephesians 1, 1 through 14. Do you remember being taught about run-on sentences when you were in school? What do you remember about run-on sentences? Well, probably the first thing you remember is your teacher telling you to not write them. Maybe you remember getting points taken off a paper because of a run-on sentence. Well, the next time somebody criticizes you for using a run-on sentence, just tell them, you know what? The best sentence that's like ever been written was a run-on sentence. And if they say, what are you talking about? Open up your Bible and point them to Ephesians 1, 3 through 14, which in the original Greek, verses 3 through 14, is all one long sentence. And as you're going to see today, it is glorious. There has never been a better run-on sentence that has ever been written. And when you read this, what I want you to see as you read this is that if you are in Christ, basically, if you are a Christian, you've got everything going for you, everything going for you. And you might hear that and think, well, I've got everything going for me. That that maybe sounds like something I would hear in one of those kind of prosperity churches. And we need to stop and think about that because that's a legitimate concern. There are so many people out there that want to make uh, the Bible really all about me and making my life better. Uh, but if we look at what this passage says. I want us to see how good the promises of God are. We need to be careful. We need to be careful that we don't go the route of the prosperity preaching crowd that misapplies God's promises, that takes God's promises and applies them in ways that the Bible doesn't apply them. For instance, the Bible never promises Christians that they'll be wealthy and healthy if they just follow Christ. No, the Bible talks about all kinds of trouble that we will experience in this world. So we don't want to take God's promises and apply them in places that they don't belong. But we also need to avoid the error of just underselling God's promises. That's not the correct response to those that misapply God's promises, is to then kind of make God's promises not out to be a big deal. No, God's promises are staggering. God's promises are overwhelming, and I want you to feel that today. The Christian, the one who is in Christ, has everything going for him or her. We've got so much in Christ, and you're going to see this in this big run-on sentence. Now, before we get into it, let's just get our bearings a little bit. We're working through the New Testament, and today we're starting the book of Ephesians. Now, this is a letter that Paul wrote clearly while he is in prison. So it's one of what we refer to as the prison epistles. The first one we have come to, most likely at the end of the book of Acts, which we've already read, we see Paul in prison in Rome. And it's likely that he writes this letter then. And by that time, he has spent some significant time with the church in Ephesus. So he is writing to this church in Ephesus, and this 
uh, book is very easy to kind of outline. The first three chapters are really uh, about uh, doctrine, and then it really shifts hard in chapter four to be more about application, the so what of that doctrine. But we get a big dose of it right here in chapter one as we look at this great run-on sentence. And as we go through this, there's two things that I really want you to, to feel in response to your time in God's Word today. And one is confidence in our Christian life. And the second is just praise to God. And I want you to leave your time with God today filled with confidence in your Christian life and filled with praise in your heart to God. Uh, this Run-on sentence starts here in verse 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. So if you think maybe I was laying it on a little too thick by saying that the one who is in Christ has everything going for him, did you hear what I just said? Uh, God has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. What an amazing statement. And if you're a Christian, you should say yes and amen to this. God has given me every spiritual blessing. And then let's get into what are some of these uh, spiritual blessings. Uh, one here is we see, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. Oh, that should be encouraging because if you really are in Christ, you know what you want? You want to be holy and blameless. What a blessing that is to know you will be because God has chosen you before the foundation of the world. God did not choose you because you were holy and blameless. You were not those things. He chose you before the foundation of the world to make you holy and blameless. It, that should be such an encouragement to you as a Christian, because even as we saw recently in Galatians, there is a real struggle in the Christian life. And if you are in Christ, your desire is to be holy and blameless, and likely you will experience some groaning in this life as you experience ways you're not holy or blameless. But this would be an encouragement you will be, because God has chosen you before the foundation of the world to be those things. I mean, another blessing that we have, we don't even have time to get into every particular line of this uh, sentence because it's so rich, so full. But we also, in verse 7, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us. So another thing you have in Christ is your sin is completely forgiven. Your sin is forgiven because you are in Christ and because of the redemption that his has been accomplished by his blood. Do the sins of your past ever haunt you? Do you ever still look back at your past with regret over the sin in your life? Well, here you can be reminded it's forgiven. It is gone. It is paid. And God has not only paid our debt to where we are not in debt spiritually because of our sin anymore. He has now given us the riches of Christ, which he lavished upon us. 
And then the other blessing here is he's made known to us the mystery, this plan of God uniting all things in him, a mystery that wasn't completely understood until this point in the history of redemption. But now we know it because we've seen Christ come. We see the effect that that has. And not only that, in him we have obtained an inheritance, again, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. See what I mean? If you're in Christ, you've got everything going for you because everything you experience in your life, everything you experience in this world, God is working it to accomplish his plan. This is so related to that idea of what we saw in Romans 8, 28. God is working everything together for good for those who love him. Now, we need to be reminded, not everything is good, but God is working everything for good for those who love him, for those who are in Christ. And we have a guarantee of our future as it gets there towards the end of this sentence. We have the promised Holy Spirit who is the guarantee. He's the down payment. He's the pledge of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. What an amazing passage. And like I said, there's two things I hope you really walk away from this with. One is just a confidence in your Christian life. Now, again, don't misapply these promises. And don't misapply even me saying, hey, the Christian has everything going for him to mean all of your circumstances are just going to go great. And there's not going to be any trial or difficulty or pain or hardship in this life. No, no, no. But you can have confidence in spite of all of that. Your The details of your day today may go horribly wrong. They, they might. But you can still have confidence because God's working everything according to the counsel of his will. You are in Christ. All of your sins have been forgiven. You still, even if all your circumstances go bad, none of that can take away every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. You will be holy and blameless and you have the spirit of God. Do you see what I mean? Don't misapply the promises to say everything's going to be great, but don't run away from the promises or sell the promises short because even in spite of difficulty, these promises are true. So you should have confidence in your Christian life today. But the other thing I want you to walk away with is praise to God. We get passages like this so wrong if we walk away from them just thinking about ourselves and just thinking about how we are blessed. Because one phrase you should have noticed throughout this whole big run-on sentence is to the praise of his glorious grace. The Christian life and all that God has done is not ultimately about you. Do you benefit? 100%. You benefit but it is not all about you. It's ultimately about him and it points to the grace of God. And so you should leave today. I want you to leave your time in this beginning part of Ephesians 1, just overflowing with praise to God. He is the one who has blessed you with every spiritual blessing. He is the one who has forgiven your sins in Christ. He is the one who chose you to be holy and blameless. He is the one who is working everything according to the counsel of his will. 
Our hearts should be filled with praise to God today. I I love the book of Ephesians, and I hope as we are just having this first step into this book, you get a little taste of why. And it's going to be a good ride for us going through this book. And I hope it just starts off on this encouraging note as we see just the beauty of the grace of God. And we dig deeper into the doctrine of what that means in this book, but also see, especially in chapters four, five, and six, how that should transform our lives. Thanks for digging into God's Word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out RevivalFromTheBible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to CompassBible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.